here. It's Victoria. I just want to share a mini episode every single week as I want to be there for you. We have had amazing nature-based educators each week sharing their outdoor classroom stories. So we're pulling some of the key elements from these interviews into these mini episodes. So I want to be there to encourage you. I want to be there to help you see in a new way that feels like teaching outdoors is doable and that you are much closer than you think. And I want to show you that it's possible. One of my mini episodes, and I hope you like it. Did you know that outdoor classrooms improve children's emotional, intellectual, and behavioral development while helping foster the development of creativity, problem-solving, independence, and confidence? The problem is... Overwhelm, fear, and a lack of time can often make achieving any outdoor classroom vision into reality more trouble than it's worth. Did you know that we have a membership community at Outdoor Classrooms? It's the leading training community for educators and parents interested in cultivating outdoor classrooms and creating nature-based curriculum. It's a membership to support, collaborate, educate, and bring like-minded educators together. And it's packed with in-depth practical training and resources for all aspects of planning, running, and growing a sustainable outdoor classroom, plus the community support you need to ensure your teaching gardens achieve their full potential. Hey everyone, we're going to be talking about intrinsic motivation in outdoor classrooms. What is it and how can we increase it in our nature-based learning environment? So, Today, we're going to be talking about, again, intrinsic motivation, and I'm going to be sharing some stories from the Secret Gardens parent-child nature classes. We're going to be asking, what is intrinsic motivation? How can we increase it? And what can we do to motivate our children? So again, my name is Victoria Hackett. I'm the founder of OutdoorClassrooms.com, the Circle Membership Community, and the host of this podcast or classrooms. Today, this week, we have all been going back to our outdoor classrooms. Children have been coming back to school and we have started a new season. It's been really exciting and I have been blessed with incredible children this year coming into our parent-child nature classes and over the moon excited by what I have seen already and actually what I have actually heard already from parents from just day one. And one parent was a new parent that's even said that she was so excited to see her son so engaged in all of the various activities and connecting with nature and curious and and that he wasn't necessarily like that in other spaces. So it really spoke to the essence of how nature-based learning and outdoor classroom, even forest schools, can be the place for children where they can find this intrinsic motivation. What is intrinsic motivation? I was even telling parents, this is what you want. And and I was pointing there to many of their children. And as they were just in the zone, I don't know if you work out or uh, you do any type of activities where you kind of lose yourself in in it. And it's that zone of genius, I call it, where uh, these children went on their first day in the secret gardens, which was absolutely amazing and wonderful and magical to 
watch. Intrinsic motivation can be defined as the doing of an activity for its inherent satisfaction rather than some separable consequence rather than being told to do it by an educator and doing it because you're being told to do it. When children are intrinsically motivated, they're moved by the fun and or the challenge. So increasing intrinsic motivation can be encouraged by building these outdoor classroom environments or forest school environments that promote autonomy. So children need to believe that they have choices. And when they have those choices, they have a say in what they're doing. They can actually on their own frame goals as being essential to their individual success. This sounds crazy for a two-year-old to be thinking that advanced, but yes, when they are playfully learning in an environment where they are, they might be in a mud kitchen, they might be digging, they might in that process find a worm. They, all of this is, becomes very intrinsically motivated behavior. And because of they're not necessarily forced to sit in a circle or do a paper or sit in a desk, because they have sort of a classroom without walls, so to speak, they are free and autonomous to make the choices on their own. Some of us feel like, oh, we can't let them let go of that structure and they need to be in this certain place and certain time. But when we can let go of that, it gives them this gift that allows them to learn on their own intrinsically. What are the three types of intrinsic motivation? So there are three types, and we already talked about one. The first one being autonomy. And autonomy is when they are self-directed. Uh, I had one parent come, uh, she was a, new, was a new parent, and said, oh, well, I don't know about the circle time and the singing and sitting down. My child doesn't necessarily do that yet or is not ready to do that, but that's okay. I said, that's okay. If the child is not ready to do that, that's, that's fine. We can that child can observe from afar or and come join us when he or she is ready. So really, I get that a lot. It's not just one parent saying that, but just that creating this structure within a framework that allows children to be self-directed. So how thinking about how you're doing that in your teaching and your outdoor teaching practice. So the second one is mastery. And mastery is Again, when children are proficient and there's an understanding of a certain activity or it could be that they are at some point ready to come listen to the story and do the hello song and and all of that, they've mastered it and they've mastered the structure of the class that that we do maybe do an art activity and then after that we do we have our playful free time and so on and so forth so there but it's also mastering a certain skill it might be weaving or painting or watching birds or learning how to roll over a log to look for worms those type of things just mastery skill sets that we have in our outdoor classrooms and the final one for the three types of intrinsic motivation is purpose again the purpose can vary uh, depending on the age and the stage of the child. So one child today was, a parent said he loves steps. He loves walking up a step and down a step and around the step. He likes 
trying that out. And what he's doing is he's being self-directed. He's doing it so often that he wants to become ma uh, masterful. He wants to master that skill. And the purpose is might have been that he wants to, he likes that feeling. So the motivation and the reason. So a lot of things, the purpose even uh, of children making cakes and whatnot in a mud kitchen, the purpose of anything. So really thinking about the purpose and the motivation of putting a ball through a tube, finding those three and types of intrinsic motivation is autonomy, mastery, and purpose. So again, stories from the Secret Gardens nature classes. Again, this was a beautiful first week of our classes and really meeting and greeting children, watching them exploring the new space. Some of them return students that have been in the space before and so excited to come back and others that are new to the space. But the most exciting part of it was that each child, each and every child was thrilled to be there, but they were intrinsically motivated in whatever they were doing for a very long period of time and a lot of the parents reactions were oh this is their this is this is their heaven but it should be every child's heaven that they all get an opportunity to be in an outdoor classroom space and they all get to reconnect with with nature and have these experiences because these outdoor nature spaces really inspire intrinsic motivation and when children are intrinsically motivated they are playfully learning, they're more apt to learn and dig deeper into their into their learning. So there are four C's of intrinsic motivation. And by having these four C's, it's woven into your outdoor classroom and your nature-based curricula. It's, uh, it's key. So the first one is choice. So offering a lot of different choices for children to explore. Uh, as many, all children are different shapes and sizes and they all have different interests. We at the outdoor classrooms have a certain structure, but then there are lots of different little gardens that the children can explore within our secret gardens. So as it's, so to speak, we have a mud kitchen, we have a fishing bridge, we have a makerspace garden, we have a wash and dry garden, we have an art garden, we have a place where they, they can observe birds, where we put up all our birds feeders. We have a compost kitchen, we have raised garden beds, we have a digging garden. So all of those options provide opportunities for children to connect and explore, uh, but to ultimately make choices. They are open to the choice. It's not necessarily the teachers and the parents are around, but they're not necessarily directing them and saying, do this. And they're able to leave a space and come back to a space any which way they want. The second C is challenge and that there is some element of challenge in your outdoor space. So it might be, I've interviewed many, many, many educators on this podcast, and it's been amazing to see the different challenges that are in various outdoor classrooms. Some could be climbing a tree, some could be going over a, a river or a creek or something like that, but something that is going to provide a challenge. We have our makerspace garden where children, older children can change sort of like an obstacle course uh, type of thing for the young kids. The whole experience is a challenge, just being there and seeing all that's, that's available. So really thinking about 
that and adding some element of challenge. It could be a physical challenge. It could be a mental challenge. So challenges come in all, again, all different shapes and sizes as well. The third one is collaboration. And this is where children really learn to work together, to build together, to talk to each other, to, uh, and there might be conflict and that's okay. And not to be afraid of that. One child wants this, two children want the same thing. We are teaching and educating and providing providing opportunity where children can collaborate. And the final one is control. The children feeling like they are the ones that are in control. We as educators become the facilitators. It's the children are making their own choices. They're, they are opting for their own challenges. They are collaborating with other children and they are the ones that are in control of themselves. We are not the ones that are controlling them. All we're doing is providing the environment and sitting back and observing, really, and only popping up if they need us. And sometimes it's better to walk away and let them be on their own more. So when all of this, the choice, challenge, collaboration, control is weaved together in your outdoor classroom, children can have real ownership of their learning. I like to call it of their playful learning. Leading this, of course, then leads them into this intrinsic motivation that we're talking about. And that's when you really see your kids in the zone. They are in sort of work mode and it's magic. There's nothing, the conflict will go down. The, uh, the, your stress as an educator will, will be depleted. It's, it's beautiful to think about that as a classroom without walls. So they are free to roam and be. We as educator need to promote this type of learning and start investing in long-term independent learning experiences for children rather than having them following us as educators and our instructions. So um, even as parents, so really thinking this sort of goes both with parents and educators. I, I say educators because I also see parents as educators as well. So they all go under that that umbrella. Again, thinking about your own outdoor classroom, your own outdoor space, how thinking about how does this apply? Can you, do you see your children playfully learning? Do they go into that intrinsic motivation where it's coming from internal from them? And oftentimes I will have children that don't want to leave because they love the feeling of this playful learning that, that they are free to to do. Yeah, so just in need to make those observations. How does intrinsic motivation affect children? It's amazing, actually. So and that's why I do what I do, because it has such a great, incredible impact on children. Uh, students who are primarily intrinsically motivated will have a greater perceived learning. They will experience a more positive effect on their learning because they're going to feel satisfied with their learning experience because it's coming from them. It's child led. It's coming from inside of them, their own curiosity. And we, again, as educators become the facilitators. On the flip side of that, extrinsically motivated children actually can have a detrimental effect because they are just doing what they're told and they don't have the freedom or the skill set 
to try things out themselves, to take risks, because they have a person that is right there too close. So when we really need to be on the outskirts of their learning. So that's what I have today. And I hope to hear your stories of your first days of your children in your outdoor classroom. And uh, please share them on the Outdoor Classrooms website, uh, the Outdoor Classrooms Facebook page. Let us know what's happening. If you would like to be a guest on the Outdoor Classrooms podcast, please just, uh, you can email me at victoria at outdoor-classrooms.com. I would love to have you on as a guest and come join us. And if you would love to dig deeper, come join us in the Circle community. We'll have more on that. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us here at the Outdoor Classrooms podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with anybody who you think would enjoy it and follow us on Instagram. We'd love to continue the conversation. If you want to continue the conversation even deeper, please join us in the Circle community. The purpose of the Circle is to support, guide, and push you as you continually grow and sustain your outdoor classroom by providing the tools to help you set the right goals, then actually follow through in achieving those goals with the support of our amazing community. Each month, 24-7, you get guidance and support from myself. You get to begin your journey with our new member roadmap. You get access to our outdoor teaching boot camp. You get to interact and learn from guest experts who are on our podcast. They come into our membership and join us to continue the conversations. You get to connect and collaborate during two live sessions a month. You get access to all our online workshops and masterclasses. You get get to dig deeper with our membership missions each month and you get to become an ambassador of joy for children. I hope you can join us for the price of one workshop. You get all of this. You get to become a member of our family at Outdoor Classroom. So I hope you can join us. I will share the link in the show notes and we'll see you later. Come join us. Come join us.